Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. I get asked a lot how you do it, and I love when people ask me how I'm doing because I'm saved. That sums it all up right there. Yeah. If that's all he's ever do for me is to save me. Yeah. We're set. Yeah. Brother Tommy, he was he was talking to him and he put it the best way. He said, I've got my ticket. I'm just waiting at the substation, waiting for my turn for the train to come by to jump on. Yeah. And how certainly I need to be ready for such an hour that we think not. The Son of Man cometh. Right. You know, you've heard my testimony, something about daddy and and my, how fragile life really is. You don't realize it sometimes until something this close happens to you, just how fragile and how quick life can be taken away from you. It was the furthest thing from my thoughts that he'd be taken off of a tractor, something he's grown up doing all his life, around something he's been around all his life, but that was God's plan and not mine. Yeah. Uh, and I stand here tonight just because of the grace of God and the salvation he gave me long before that ever happened. Amen. There's no wonder the psalmist David said, he said, my heart is fixed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. When you go through something like that, all you can say is my heart is fixed. Paul said it best. He said, if all I'd had here to hope in this life, I'd be of all men most miserable. And certainly this world is going further from God. But that's all right. I'm not of this world anymore. <laughs> yeah. You see, I've been bought with a price. Amen. I've been changed. My heart is ready. My Amen. soul is ready. And I'm telling you, I'm thrilled to be saved. Yeah. Not a thing in the world I did to deserve anything. Not because I was qualified. <laughs> if you're looking for qualifications, I'm the farthest thing been qualified. But because of what Jesus did that's right. in my place. And I'm thankful tonight. I can stand here tonight. If you don't know me for any other thing, I want you to know that I am saved and saved can be. And if this is my last time behind this sacred pulpit, I want you to know my name is written there. And when he calls me, I'm getting out of here. I heard a preacher say one time, I'll be leaving out of here like Superman. I'm getting out of here when he calls me. Bless God, I'm ready to go home. I'm homesick, brother. And uh, the closer I get with God, the more real it is. Uh, If you got your Bible tonight, uh, we've got one verse that God laid on our hearts to to read Jeremiah chapter number 17. Jeremiah chapter number 17. And I meant to ask this before we get into preaching. Uh, I heard on Facebook today, Tish had wrote a song. I'm going to ask if she wanted to sing it today. Do you want to sing it? Okay, well, I'm just checking. (laughs) Well, an interesting interesting song. She can share it with you sometime if given an opportunity. Uh, God's people should be a happy people. Amen. 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 Jeremiah chapter number 17, verse number 9. The Bible says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Let's read that once again. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your precious word. God, I pray for unction, Lord, to stand and preach the gospel here tonight as we open up the word. It is the true living word of God. Lord, we understand and have faith there is no error in it. I pray, God, that people 
would examine themselves, Lord, and maybe they'd have a desire to have a closer walk with you. We know and understand, God, that we struggle uh, not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. And sometimes, Lord, this flesh gets in the way and causes bad thoughts and bad feelings. And, and we just ask, God, that you'd clear our minds and clear our hearts tonight. And we just ask that you'd have your divine way. You know the people's hearts while we're here, what they're searching for, what they're asking for, what they're going through. God, you know them inside and out. So have your glorious way. We pray and ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. You can be seated. Uh, Lord laid this message on my heart a week or so ago, and, and I began to look and at the at the opening verse. Uh, the Bible says again, the heart is deceitful above all things. And and I began to question the Lord, you know, what are you trying to get me to show what are you trying to show me through this thing? And the heart of a person, I guess you could look at as a transmission for a car. A car is sitting there until you put it in gear. It's what drives that automobile or the plane or the train, whatever it may be. It's the heart that keeps us pressing forward. And the Bible speaks a lot about the heart. If you could examine yourselves, you might say sometimes that your heart is the last thing that feels conviction before it hits your soul. It's the, it's the window to your soul. It's what God reaches you. And so sometimes we get in this uh, walk of life and we go through situations and the reason that we war within ourselves is because sometimes the old heart and the flesh starts acting up and getting in front of us and we uh, forget about what God has brought us from or brought us through. And so here I want you to examine yourselves and, and examine the country, examine the church, God, whatever it is that God lays on your heart. Uh, I pray that God would help you increase in the Lord tonight and help encourage you to keep pressing forward. Sometimes we get downhearted in this walk of life, don't we, church? We see things that we don't understand why we go through this, or why our loved ones are going through that, and we get downhearted. And and I'm thankful tonight that when we, when we get downhearted, uh, Brother Thomas said it best of a joy that cannot be taken away. We might have happiness in this world, but what God gives you is true joy. And even when we get downhearted, whether it be through a sickness or financial crisis, or we don't understand why certain things, there's still joy inside of a Christian's heart. And however, we understand that we have surrendered to Christ, but we still go through situations. But how many of y'all tonight can raise your hand, say amen and say, in spite of whatever situations come against us, he is still God. He has never left our side. Amen. He has never forsaken us because, again, let me remind you what he did on the cross of Calvary. He bought you. Amen. He sealed you with a seal to the day of redemption. He's not going to just drop you off somewhere and leave you empty-handed. Amen. But the Bible says here tonight that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it? Now, I want to ask a question here tonight. How many of y'all ever heard uh, the, the, the words of wisdom some people may call it? Well, just follow your heart. And I want to remind you that is the farthest thing from the word of God that we should ever do. And my friend, I want to tell you, remind you here, the scripture says it is desperately wicked. Amen. The, the heart of man is perverse. In fact, sometimes we might even see some people, they want to get revenge or make itself feel better. Amen. The heart is deceitfully wicked. Amen. It seeks after that kind of stuff. And it's up to us, amen, to learn to surrender back to Christ. Amen. That's why Paul says, I die daily. 
repeatedly. Amen. Every day that we wake up, as Christians, my friend, we ought to say, oh, Lord, use me for the honor and for thy glory. I'm sorry for being oh, yes. a sinner. Uh, cleanse me and make me a new creature uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that way, when the old devil comes poking and prodding his nose around at you, uh, you can say, my heart is fixed, oh Lord. Amen. Uh, Your heart can be cleansed. Uh, you don't have to face this world alone. Amen. But the Bible Amen. says here again, the heart is deceitful above all things. And I begin to look around at churches that I go to and preach. And one thing that I have noticed that Satan tries to attack is this precious word of the Lord. Amen. You find Christians out there, so-called Christians, amen, that tries to lead people astray. Amen. Their heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. Uh, who can know it? Can I remind you, if he can attack the word of God, he'll use the man of God, so-called, once in a while, amen, to try to get up in some kind of uh, whisper, some kind of perverse words in your ear that make you feel good about yourselves. Amen. Can I remind you what Paul said? He said, in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing at all. I don't hope in myself. Amen. My hope rests in Jesus Christ and his righteousness. All the things that's me is no good at all. But I have found, amen, in my Christian life that everything about Jesus is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And so he tries to attack the man of God. He tries to pervert the word of God. Can I remind you, sometimes he tries to pervert the congregation out there. Amen. And you've got to be careful for the Bible says if it was possible he would deceive uh, the very elect and so he'll try to come to your shoulder and make you think good about yourself and bad about your brother and sister in Christ. Uh, be careful amen uh, because the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things. Uh, who can know it? Be careful of what Satan's putting in your ear. Uh, can I remind you that the ground is level at the foot of the cross. Thank God for that. Amen. If we wouldn't for that, we'd all be still with me. Uh, hell bound without hope and without God. But Amen. my friends, let me remind you, uh, the ground is level at the foot of the cross. He loves you the same as he loves me. He died for you the yeah. same as he died for me. Uh, there is one hope. Uh, there is one salvation. There is one blood and one Amen. blood only. If it ain't become by the grace of God, we'd all still be hell bound. And we'd all still be a child of hell. And I think I find sometimes in homes how the homes are getting broken apart. How the husband is turned against the wife and the wife against the husband and the kids against their parents. And all of a sudden, you'll find the home being broken apart. Let me remind you what the Bible says here that we just preached about tonight. How the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I find in my life sometimes that you find some married couple that have been married some 20, 30 years down the road. How in the world can a love go cold on 20 or 30 years of commitment. Uh, let me remind you of uh, the heart of deceitfully wicked. Yeah. Amen. Above all things. Right. No man can know it. You can't understand the things that goes on inside your heart. You don't understand the things that, that goes on in the flesh. Amen. But it's how Satan works. If he can attack the home. Amen. If he can attack the church my friend. It'll go straight on up to the government. Amen. And let me remind you tonight that our hope is not in the government. Amen. Right there. Right. Our problem is not the government. Amen. Right there. It ain't 
because the blue against the red and the red against the blue. It's simply because, my friend, that the heart is deceitfully above all things and desperately wicked and no man can know it. Uh, I want to tell you what God has put together. He, he said the Bible said that no man put aside. I'm not talking about marriage, but listen to me for a minute. If we would learn to put our differences to the side and come together as believers in unity and in love and put our, I'm talking about getting everything on a, off to the side and let God lead this country, Amen. we would see revival, we will see communion, we will see churches get back together, we'll see people in love come back together, uh, get get away from all the colors and all yeah. the riches, get rid of all that, don't matter no way, but get back in tune with the things of God, Amen. their hearts will be cleansed. Yeah. But the heart, boy I tell you, that heart is a bad thing sometimes. Deceitful above all things. And desperately wicked. Who can know it? I find a country today that once used to be the greatest nation in the world has turned their back on God. They have forsaken themselves to assemble together as a matter of some is. And they're forgetting to exhort one another. And so much the more as you see that they approaching. Church, we've got to bow down and pray. I pray like you have never prayed before. If Satan can use some kind of virus to keep the church apart, he will use whatever virus he can get his hold of. But I'm glad today that we could stand on the promises of God's holy and divine word. He said, if God be for me... Who can be against me? He said, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. He told me over there, he said, I'll never leave thee and I'll never forsake thee, but I'll go all the way even unto the end. How can I tell you today, church, my hope does not rest in no pastor. It does not hope, my hope does not rest in some government or some president. Amen. Jesus saved me and made me a new creature in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We need to get our differences put back to side and get back to where the rubber meets the road and start loving one another and start bringing each other in in spite of what we smell like, look like. Let me tell you something. They're all precious in this side. Amen. We learned that little precious little song in Bible school was young whippersnappers, red, yellow, black, and white. They're precious in this side. God loves everybody in here today. Yeah. The heart of the gospel we learned as kids also. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever should believe within him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Put everything to a side and learn to understand. If it wasn't before the grace of God, we would still be on our highway straight to the devil's hell. But the heart of man, the heart of man is deceitfully wicked. How many times have we found ourselves being holier than thou? Oh, we go to church. We'll shop the roof down. But look at you. Look at you. Who made you God? Where's your heart at in a service? Just because you come get up Sunday morning and put some smell good on your jaws and come to church and go through the motions, don't make you any good or nobody else in here. Amen. The heart is deceitful above all things. And desperately wicked, who can know it? There's been people that may come to you and ask for some advice. They're living in sin, living in filth, and they want you to justify the lifestyle. And you have a job to do. You going to stand on the word? Or are you going to worry about offending somebody? 
Remember, the heart yeah. is deceitfully wicked. Right. Yeah. It's easy to go pat somebody on the back and say, it's all right. God loves you anyway. And he does. But it reminds you what Proverbs chapter number 13 and verse 15 says. It says the way of a transgressor is hard. Right. They'll take that what you give them and twist it around and justify their sinful lifestyle and think I'm living okay because God loves me. Hey, we can ask forgiveness right now and be forgiven and go back out and still live like hell. That's a lie straight from the devil's hell. The heart is deceitful, wicked. It'll yeah. take the things of God and twist it around. And because you try to help give them a little bit of advice, they'll take it and justify their lifestyle. Yeah. Because their heart is deceitfully wicked. Yeah. It hungers and thirsts after things of this world. But I promise you, because I've been through the same situations, when God saves you and He changes you and gives you a new heart, you don't hunger what the things you hungered for. You don't thirst the things that you thirsted for. You're hungering and thirst after the glory of God. And so we have a job to do. What are you going to stand on? Church, we ought to stand on the promises of God. Our prime desire and the only reason that me and Brother Tommy get up here and preach our lungs out is because we want to try to encourage people to better further further into the kingdom of God. We want people to have what we have. We're not trying to hide under a bushel church. We need to present our bodies that living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to the Lord, which is our reasonable service. And be not conformed to the things of this world, but be you transformed by the room of your mind that you may prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I'm telling you, if you would get the word of God and understand it, get it up here, this get tuned with this. And before you know Amen. it, your heart cannot be desperately wicked. And people can see a change in our lives. Man, I'll tell you what. Hoping up those old church hymns. And sometimes, Brother Tommy, I'll get there and I'll sing. Sing praises to God. But there's sometimes, like tonight, that I'll sit there, that old church hymn, and just let God minister to me. And I look back at what I used to... <laughs> at what I used to be. Who I used to... What I, what I was... And all because one night Jesus passed by my direction. I am what I am by the grace of God. I claim to know nothing save Jesus Christ. My heart cannot be wicked. We look at society today and because someone could go and pull a gun on somebody and send them on. Their heart is desperately wicked. I look at mamas going out and killing their babies. Their heart is desperately wicked. I look at a society today who's trying to justify same-sex marriages. Their heart is desperately wicked. That's right. right. I look at kids walking around and shooting each other and telling each other if their heart is filled with wickedness and perverse things. And church, if we don't get in tune with God and get our hearts pure with the kingdom of I'm telling you, we are the hope of the kids. We've got to be that light for them. Amen. Their heart is desperately wicked. I've heard different stories of youngins talking about taking their own life. I'm talking about young, young. Why is it even crossing their minds? Because nobody cares. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works 
Listen, we don't work to get saved. We work because we are saved. Yeah. We've got yeah. to be that last beacon. Shining out to the world as a guide. Yeah. We've got to be the only Bible they see. Y'all are getting ready to start Bible school here next week, yeah. whatever. Yeah. This is New Providence, Prayer Baptist Church. Could be the last opportunity. The kids could come in the sanctuary and be blessed and loved home for about an hour and a half. Yeah. Could be their only opportunity. I pray tonight that your hearts and your minds has come together and a little bit of hope that one of them might receive receive the greatest gift ever offered to mankind. And love home and teach them about their heart being desperately liquid, but listen what they can change in a moment in the twinkle of an eye. Teach them about Jesus. Teach them about his love. Teach them what he can bring them through in life. They're facing an awful lot today's time. The world's heart is desperately wicked. Who could know it? It's a crying shame that we can't go up to somebody and think a handshake and a pat on back and know that they love you without turning around and walking away and wondering sometimes they're going to pull a gun on you or a knife and cut you. You don't know what their heart is. Yeah. Yeah. But can I tell you what the heart of God is? It's not His will that any man should perish. But that all, all, both great and small, it's not his will that any man should perish, but that all should come to knowledge of repentance. Every one of them. Yeah. We've got to quit putting a level on sin and just call it sin, sin. Mm-hmm. Our hearts are deceitfully wicked above all things. Who could know it? Sometimes we don't even know our own heart. Yeah. True. You better watch that thing. Lord help it's a sad day when, when we can't go to a brother's or sister's house and think about them taking us in and wonder if it's for one of these or to feel the love of God. So many people in this world, you go to their house, they'll bring you in. And when the moment you leave, they'll call up so-and-so. Guess what I did? Guess what I've done? What we fixed for them? Guess what gift I give? I did this and I did It ain't about you. Yeah. His name is still Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Our goal as Christians is to glorify the Father which is in heaven, not to bring glory on ourselves. Mm-hmm. The hope yeah. is desperately wicked. That's right. Above all things. Right. Who can know it? We have to examine ourselves day after day. That's right. I think the psalmist prayed one time, he said. Created me a new heart, Lord. He said, search me. Search me, O Lord. If there be any wicked thing that separates between me and you, reveal it to me and separate me from it. Be a holy heart. Be a justified heart. Be a loving heart. Somebody comes to you and says, how do you know that Jesus lives? He lives in my heart. Yeah. Why do you love him? Because he first loved me. Amen. When I was unlovable, Jesus. he loved me. The sister said it best a second ago. He lift the splendors of heaven to came down here to this place looking for me. Amen. You can't hide from God. 
What's in your heart? You can't hide that from God. I examine, I pray that you examine your hearts tonight. You search the scriptures. If there's anything in your heart that ought not be in there. That's right. Let me ask you a question. Y'all ever come to church? You meet and greet people, tell each other you love them? You come into your assigned Baptist seats, amen right there, and you sit down. It ain't very long. You start looking at that wrist, like your, your wrist watch, like something's glared up on her. You, your belly starts grumbling. Some of y'all Bible start getting nicotine fits pretty quick. Boy, I hope by the time we're not long-winded. What are you saying, preacher? Do you come on business for the king like that? Your mind is so far from the scriptures. Yeah. You can't come in and worship the spirit and truth. Yeah, that's right. Well, I can go eat after church. You may not make it to the back doors of the church to go get something to eat. <laughs> Be careful. That heart is desperately wicked. <laughs> that flesh is weak. Be careful. Be careful. Come in here ready and tuned in with the things of God. Amen. Expecting it. You know why sometimes you come to a servant that seems dead? Couldn't be you. Yeah. You couldn't be the hindrance. You could have something balled up and nasty, a big old spider inside your heart, build a cobweb. And the reason you come to the house of God and feel empty is because you're not hooked in the things of God. You have an unclean heart. You have a desperately wicked heart. And the only thing that can change that is not cornbread. It ain't steak. It ain't fish, praise It ain't a buffet. The only thing that can satisfy you, it ain't cigarette. It ain't dip. It ain't some kind of booze. Praise God. The only thing that can change your heart, his name is Jesus. Amen. And it still takes the blood. Amen. Amen. Yep. You search your heart tonight. Lord's saying he's done with me. If your heart's wicked at all, tonight is the night. You may not wake up tomorrow. If I do, praise God. If I don't, I'm going home. I don't care. If your heart is not fixed and ready, let me give you a slight illustration. I'll use my family for, for an example here. And I'm going to get put in the doghouse. We get ready to go somewhere, and I hear my wife, she'll. Holler at my boy. Are you ready? Yeah. You know, I think you're ready. You're going to mumble. And we'll get the thing start walking out the door and turn on. He's putting his knee brace on. He wasn't ready. He said he was, but he wasn't ready. Church, are you ready tonight? If Jesus was to come this very second, is your heart ready? Right now. Are you in tune with God? Have you felt something pass by your direction tonight? Is your heart fixed? If it ain't, I'm begging with everything that I have. Amen. Be ye ready. Be ready. In such an hour that you think not, the Son of Man cometh. I'm ready to go whenever his time is. Make sure you're ready. Make sure your heart's clean. 
Somebody comes your direction, be able to say, my heart is fixed. Yeah. Brother Tom, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Amen. My heart's fixed. Brother, come on ahead. I want us to get a song. Let me give us a reminder that the Word of God is what fixes us. Right? I love what the brother says. Don't trust your heart. Trust this. Right? Everything you do, line it up with this. And if it don't line up, guess who's wrong? Right? It's, it's me that's wrong. Right? I've never done it except I found out I was the one in error. All I've got to do is to measure it to God. i tell you what kept going through my mind while he was preaching. The Bible said that if your heart condemns you, God's greater than the heart. Now, I don't know how you fit that scripture just exactly, but I can tell you they said, the, the suicide rates that are going up, that wickedness comes from, from the heart. God's greater than the heart. God is greater than the heart. The heart is just deceitfully wicked. The Apostle Paul, I'm not going to start again. I appreciate the reminder. I appreciate the reminder. The Apostle Paul said, Oh, wretched man that I am. Who can deliver me from this body of death? Where's all that come from? It came from the wicked deceitfulness of his own heart. Thank God. I'm so glad that I've got one that is greater than my heart. We've got to trust him, not our heart. Right? I don't know how many poor souls tell me, oh, but my heart was telling me to do this. Listen, if it is contrary to the word of God, your heart is lying. And it does that normally because it's deceitfully wicked. Trust God. Trust his word. Don't trust your heart. Stand as we sing. If you're here and need him tonight, get right with God. Don't waste no more time. Get right with God.